Hello, divers, coming to you from Studio D. This is the Deep Dive Microcast, a brief look into things I find interesting, and I hope you do too. I'm Tom Feeney, raconteur, ham salad connoisseur, and writer for Wang's Chop Movie Magazine. Ah, fall. The season of cooler temperatures, changing foliage, and absolute pumpkin spice supremacy. When I was a wee lad, however, there was one sure sign that summer was over, fall was on the horizon, and, sadly, school was starting again. That sign came in the form of an hours-long televised schmaltz fest taking place every single Labor Day weekend, where one man held court over a plethora of performing B-listers, C-listers, and others clinging to the swirling toilet bowl of their celebrity careers. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Jerry Lewis Labor Day Telethon. from Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. It's the 1985 Jerry Lewis Super Show to benefit the Muscular Dystrophy Association. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the national chairman of the Muscular Dystrophy Association, Mr. Jerry Lewis. Thank you very kindly, and a very pleasant good evening to you, and welcome to Telethon 85. It doesn't seem like 36 years ago when we began, and it never seems like that. But nonetheless, it does. And we have some sensational entertainers. We have entertainers that care. And the most important thing in this program in the next 22 hours is for you to understand that the people here, I would like to think, are here because they care, they can make a contribution, and they can bring the end result that we're all hoping so desperately for. Also known as the MDA Telethon, this annual syrupy marathon raised funds and awareness for the very worthwhile Muscular Dystrophy Association, or MDA, for decades. Now, you can't talk about the Jerry Lewis Labor Day Telethon without talking about, well, Jerry Lewis. Born in Newark, New Jersey in 1926, Joseph, or Jerome, depending on what source you use, Levitch, was more interested in pulling pranks than going to school growing up. This culminated in him dropping out of school in the 10th grade. At the age of 19, Levitch, now using the less ethnic-sounding stage name Jerry Lewis, met a nightclub singer named Dean Martin. They began working together as a double act, with Martin playing the straight man to Lewis's crazy man-child persona. Don't you want me to sing a song? Oh, yeah, but I thought you and I could do a song to get a boat. To get a boat? Yeah, wouldn't that be splendid? <laughs> that would be peachy. Oh, shall we do one? Yes. Oh, thank you, great white father. What would you do without me? What would you do, boy? What would you do without me when I'm gone? I'd sell my car and hunt my ring and go right out and hire a bing. That's what I'd do without you. That's what I'd do. But tell me, what would you do without me? What would you do, boy? What would you do without me when I'm gone? 
I'd have no trouble replacing you. I'd just go down to the nearest zoo. That's what I'd do without you. That's what I'd do. The pair soon rocketed to superstardom, appearing in numerous films and stage shows before breaking up in the mid-1950s, mostly due to the fact that Lewis's star was rising faster than Martin's. But it was during their performance partnership that Lewis became involved with the Muscular Dystrophy Association. The sand in this hourglass is rapidly running down, and while there is still time, let's help the unfortunate victims of muscular dystrophy. Please volunteer to call on your neighbors and ask them to contribute to the march on muscular dystrophy. To volunteer, send your name and address to me, Jerry Lewis, Post Office Box 950, Hollywood 28, California. Thank you. The first MDA telethon was held in 1956 on Labor Day weekend in New York City. At first, it was a local affair, just broadcasting for a few hours. But the telethon expanded its reach and duration over the years. By the end of the 1960s, it had become a nationally televised event, airing on various networks. The telethon's format was like a variety show on steroids. Jerry Lewis was the MC, joined by a host of celebrity guests performing comedy skits, musical numbers, and heartfelt yet deliberately manipulative appeals to encourage donations. The telethon usually ran for 21 and a half hours, starting on Sunday night and ending on Monday afternoon. During its peak in the 1970s and through the 80s, the telethon consistently raised tens of millions of dollars annually for MDA, thanks to the support of generous viewers and corporate sponsors. One of the most memorable moments during the telethon came in 1976. Legendary crooner Frank Sinatra made an appearance to perform on the telethon with Jerry. The comedian had no idea what was about to happen. <laughs> Listen, I have, a, I have a friend who loves what you do every year and who just wanted to come out. Would you send my friend out, please? Where is he? Would you send him out here? Come here. I think it's about time, don't you? Thank you. Yeah, I think it's about time. How you been? You know, it seems like uh, we, we haven't seen in... each other uh, for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there was all those rumors about our breaking up, and then when I started the show and you weren't here, I believed it. I'll show you guys to your room if you like. The lights are out upstairs, so follow me. Uh, so, you working? The reunion was brief, but memorable. It would be the last time the pair ever appeared together on camera. Now, as cheesy and mawkish as the telethon could become at times, it seemed almost above reproach. I mean, after all, who would dare criticize an event meant to raise millions of dollars for children with a degenerative neuromuscular disease? Well, as it turns out, some persons who had muscular dystrophy, began to disparage the telethon and Jerry Lewis himself. 
1992, an article appeared in the New York Times stating that some former Jerry's kids, as they were called, took offense that they were being paraded around during the telethon as objects of pity instead of compassion. But now a growing number of disabled Americans say that all the millions Jerry Lewis raises from his gut come at too high a cost. They say Lewis succeeds by portraying them as objects of pity, reinforcing stereotypes of the disabled as helpless and childlike. I think that he is the personification of what we call the disability bigot, which is the guy who thinks that we are something other than human. Mike Irvin and his sister, Chris Matthews, both have muscular dystrophy. They are former poster children, Jerry's kids. But they've now formed something called Jerry's Orphans to protest the telethon's message. The group claims to have more than 3,000 members, including more and more former poster children. In our interview, Lewis confronted Jerry's Orphans in detail for the first time. They've got a problem. I hope that they get better. Well, how can you say that? I mean, they... How can I say it? Listen again. They have a problem. I hope they get better. But these people have this disease, and they say you're making them feel childlike. I feel terrible about that. It's a shame. But while I'm playing to 100 million people that think what I'm doing is okay, I can't worry about or dignify 20, 30 people. I can't. I haven't got the time for that. In 2011, after hosting the telethon for over 45 years, Jerry Lewis stepped down as the host due to both health concerns and a public falling out with the MDA over its direction. This marked the end of an era, as the telethon had been synonymous with Lewis himself. The telethon's decline continued in the 2000s, as television viewing habits changed and fundraising efforts shifted to online and social media platforms. In 2015, the MDA announced that it would no longer hold a national telethon. Instead, they adopted a year-round digital fundraising strategy. But the Jerry Lewis Labor Day Telethon remains a significant part of American pop culture history. It raised billions of dollars over its decades-long run, contributing to groundbreaking research in the field of muscular dystrophy and offering support to countless individuals and families affected by the disease. While the telethon itself may no longer be a yearly tradition, its impact on fundraising and awareness campaigns for various charitable causes is a testament to its enduring legacy. If you are interested in donating to the Muscular Dystrophy Association, you can go to mda.org for more information. Thanks for listening. If this is the first time you've heard this podcast, check out our past episodes, available on almost all podcast providers, and subscribe so you don't miss a single one. If you like what you hear, write a review. We'd love to know what you think. Or drop us a line at the Deep Dive Podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter feeds. You can find links to those and our awesome t shirt store in the bio of our Instagram page. All clips used in this podcast are meant for educational purposes only and not to infringe on existing copyrights.
The Deep Dive Microcast is part of the Deep Dive Podcast family and a production of Automaton Studios. 